The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. In this podcast, we're going to go over what makes a screenplay drag. Ah, yeah. Why some scripts read like a never-ending book and why that's a bad thing. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and a lot of them do. Believe me. Now, I have to begin uh-huh. with the severe pushback I got Uh-oh. for calling out grown men who call their fathers daddy <laughs> on the last Make My Damn Movie podcast. <laughs> this should be good. It was not good. As a matter of fact, it was uh, awful. It was... Uh, so, an overwhelming number of our listeners were uh-huh. either confused or just pissed that I said I cringe when grown men <laughs> call their fathers daddy. <laughs> and yes, it's definitely a Southern thing, right? But still. Yes. I hate it. I have the right to hate it just as much as our listeners have the right to be completely wrong <laughs> about it. It's not fine for grown men to call their fathers daddy. I don't think so either. In That's any way, weird. shape, or form. I don't like it. I never will like it. And it's terrible. Listen, I stopped calling my dad daddy uh-huh. when I was about four or five. And I was close to my dad. Yeah. Were you? I mean, did you call your dad daddy when you were a little boy? Probably, but I don't even remember. See, it's dad, right? Yeah. That's the way to do it. I'm going to get a lot more feedback. Oh, this, yeah. I can tell you. And my dad did a lot for me. The man went over and beyond. Example, my dad toilet trained me for seven years. <laughs> Worst seven years of my life, age seven through 14. It was awful. <laughs> also, I needed to bring this up. I had to bring up what I've been watching lately. I like to watch and mock those old grindhouse movies like Switchblade Sisters and Swinging Cheerleaders. You know, those gyms. Yeah. Okay. But there's been a bunch of R-rated 70s and early 80s teen quote unquote comedies that have been popping up on epics, Amazon Prime, Netflix, and I forgot how awful they are. Basically, high school football players, bikers, or grease monkeys laying pipe all over small towns (laughs) and not doing a very good job of it. That's true. Themes like joysticks and private lessons, yeah. heartbreak high, screwballs, six-pack Annie. Have you ever seen that? Six-pack That's a Annie? good one for yeah. being an awful one. Oh, no. And the one I've been watching from 1979, Gas Pump Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounds familiar. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and what's glaringly different about Gas Pump Girls is that it's a musical. What? There's a musical number. Mm. One. A girl just <laughs> starts singing. 
It makes no sense at all. And here's the best news. Why? There's a disco dance scene with the stereotypical beautiful prudish girl and a biker surrounded by about 50 onlookers clapping out of rhythm, I might add, in a gas station parking lot. And this dance scene, they're just dancing together. Yeah. No rhyme or reason. And it never fucking ends. <laughs> It, it's got to <laughs> be best. a good five minutes. I'm not kidding. Yeah, that goes along with our theme. And it got me wondering, why aren't there any movies like this anymore? There really uh, aren't. No. And it prompted me to maybe delve into actually writing a 70s style teen comedy. Hmm. Any thoughts? I have a basic outline with a couple of scenes and I have a title. Okay. The quarterback's sack. <laughs> See, it's about a football player plowing a bunch of airheaded cheerleaders in between demeaning and beating up nerds and geeks. So I have great character names, too. Candy, Bambi, Missy, Roxy. Here's the guys. Kent, Cliff, Trent, Blake. What do you think? Here's a scene. Are you ready? I'm thinking about it. Interior, living room day, Bambi. 18, gorgeous with feathered blonde hair, relaxes on a plush couch watching TV with Trent, 18, well-built with a goon jock persona. Mm -hmm. Can you see it? Saw it. Trent locks eyes with Bambi. Trent, man, it's groovy that your parents won't be home for an hour. Bambi seductively smiles at Trent. Trent, how about showing me your boobs? (laughs) Bambi, okay. Bambi strips off her halter top, Mm -hmm. exhibiting her breasts. They bang scene. You like it? <laughs> That's it. So it's a 70s porn. No, no? it's a 70s comedy. Okay. There's a big difference. <laughs> At least in pornography movies, they seem to know what they're doing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Here's another scene. Interior, souped up hot rod night. Roxy, 18, beautiful with feathered brown hair, leans against Kent. <laughs> 18, a husky athlete type. Kent, how about showing me your boobs? Roxy, okay. Roxy peels off her tube top, revealing her breast. They bang. Scene. (laughs) You like it? It's great. One more. (laughs) What? Go on. This is my movie. Okay, go on. Exterior, football field, night. A deserted stadium. <laughs> Missy, <laughs> Missy, 18, stunning with feathered red hair, lies back on the field next to Blake, 18, a douchey beefcake. Missy stares up at the sky. Missy, those stars are pretty. Blake glances over at Missy. Blake, show me your boobs. <laughs> Missy, okay. Missy sits upright and removes her shirt, exposing her breast. They bang <laughs> scene. And it so just it's, goes it's on shirt. and on like that till the movie runs out of time. Oh, okay. There you go. The okay. quarterback sack. I think it'll be huge, and the movie might be good, too. Thank you. Good night, everybody. There you go. Well, any thoughts on that? Sounds great. The quarterback's sack. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I worked hard on that. Well, if if Eddie Murphy can make his uh, exploitation movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, go to makemydamnmovie.com. You can send us a message. I don't know why you would. Like this. But we're going to do it right now and read messages from the thing on the stuff. Ian, Columbia, South Carolina, episode 90 was a good one. 
it made me think twice about which words and phrases I choose when I sit down to write. You have to force yourself to find those magic phrases and words. That's true. Mm. Shit, fuck, piss, ass, face, jizz bag. There's just a few. Got to work at it. There you can chew on those. Katie, San Mateo, <laughs> Katie, San Mateo, California. I like how the Make My Damn Movie podcast is more like a show with different segments, unlike most screenwriting podcasts that simply drone on and, and on. on. I think there's plenty <laughs> yes. of droning on this podcast. Thanks. Anyways. Thank you. Noah, Winnipeg, Canada. Interesting to hear the Aussie cooking show My Kitchen Rules brought up on Make My Damn Movie. I'm also addicted to it and hate myself for it. (laughs) Don't beat yourself up. I'm sure there's a laundry list of other reasons to hate yourself. So try to hone in on those, Noah. Austin, Savannah, Georgia. A buddy of mine finally sold one of his screenplays to a very small company, but who cares? He sold one. Took him quite a few years, but he persisted and he got 60,000 bucks. Wow. Which I think is pretty good for a first timer. 60 grand, not too shabby. That's Marcy Playground money. That is. (laughs) Cynthia, Newport, Oregon. I've gotten plenty of paid feedback on my scripts, but recently I've noticed the notes I get back are becoming more ridiculous. Mm, Time to stop. Or can I insert a duh? Makes me wonder just what kind of people are out there reading scripts these days. Uh huh. I can tell you. Some jerk-off know-it-all with frosted tips, probably. <laughs> That's who. Lives in his mom's basement. You know, kind of idiot that still uses a phone card. He's still frosted tips. <laughs> Randall, Boston, Massachusetts. Boy, does that Mark guy have a short fuse. <laughs> Zero to 60 in a split second, and the gratuitous name-calling is bordering on psychopathic. Here we go. Fuck you, you dilapidated sack of shit. That's <laughs> really all I got. Come on. Knew that was coming. The quarterback sack. Yes. I think it'll be good. You don't like it? Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I got to see it. Gotta see it. You heard the scenes. Oh yeah. I went over the scenes. Yeah. That's the movie. That's the movie. <laughs> and it's not a porn movie. Maybe I haven't seen too many of those. Go. I've seen, you know, the Re- Revenge of the Nerds. No, that no, was no. More no, of no, a, no, no, no. early eighties. These are the literal low rent seventies and eighties yeah. quote unquote teen comedies. You gotta check them out. And they were like B. Movies. Yes, exactly. They're all over Netflix and hmm. Prime. And I don't know why they're running them, but they are. Weird. They're awful, but uh, quarterback sack might be a, a goodie. It in- inspired you. <laughs> uh, I kind of think uh, we're going to stop doing the movie quotes game. Because we're really re- yeah. we're just going over them again. And, and you're still sad. getting them wrong. I'm st- <laughs> It is that the, might be the entertaining part. It is the uh, movie quotes game where I read a movie quote. You tell me what movie it's from. <sighs> Here's your first one out of three. You and your mom are hillbillies. This is a house of learned doctors. Yes? Yes. Okay. Oh. Step brothers. Very good. Yeah. Dale Doback, John C. Riley. Brilliant. Uh, Brilliant film. It is. 
Okay. Uh, second one. I tell you what I know. A kid who wears the same gymnastic sweatshirt three days a week isn't getting laid until he's 29. That's what I know. Eh? Mm. Oh, really? Bad teacher? <laughs> what? Ah! <laughs> i give it to you. Yeah. Very nice. Wait, did you get the first one? Yes. You've gotten two in a row? Yeah. All right. Hold that my was... sack. Uh, ball sack. Uh, Cameron Diaz as Elizabeth Halsey in Bad Teacher. Very yeah. nice. Wow. I'm impressed. Although I do have to say huh. that we have done these. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll edit it out. I won't. Okay. Here's your third one. Oh, and remember, next Friday is Hawaiian shirt day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. What? You look perplexed. Perplexed. No? Is that office space? Okay. Yeah, baby. Very nice. Bill Lumberg. Yeah. Lumberg, fucker. <laughs> what does he say when uh, Jennifer answers? Have fun fucking Lumberg. That's a good one. I like it, right? Yeah. Okay. Love that movie. That is a good movie. Okay, we're going to move on to the Trevor the Pepsi card. Uh, from the girl, the Trivial Pursuit cards from 1970. Yeah, they're in the 70s. Found the cards without the Something game like in the garage. Blah, blah, blah. Here's your first one. What was Robbie's wife's name on my three sons? Robbie's wife's name. I would not have known my this. three sons. Yeah. Wait, wasn't he divorced? No, it was the older brother. I don't he was the remember. older son, oh. Katie. It was Katie. Oh, now should have known that. I went back and looked online to see who that was, and yeah, I did spend a lot of time with Katie <laughs> oh, no. in the bathroom, figuratively, as a young boy. <laughs> so I wanted to bring that up. Oh God! So sure, that's delightful. Okay, what show depicted a Chinese Buddhist priest trained in the martial ah. arts set in the American 1870s? And we just talked about office space. Kung Fu. Because remember, he wanted to go take Jennifer Aniston home in office space to watch Kung Fu. Yes. And she goes, right. I love Kai. Here's your third one. What was Granny's full name on the Beverly Hillbillies? Jenny, or damn it. Daisy Moses. Daisy Moses. Daisy Moses. And let me interject something real quickly here. I did not repeat, did not spend symbolic (laughs) time in the bathroom with, well, maybe. Mm, Depends. Okay. Now Ellie May. Bah, go, 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 go. Uh, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> no, Ellie May. And she was a beaut. To be quite candid, Jethro sometimes. <laughs> Again, depending on my mood. Okay, uh, here's your last one of the. <laughs> Who were the leading performers on Chico and the Man? <laughs> Oh, come on. You got to know at least one. Was it Chico and the man? Yeah, Chico and the man. You don't know? Really? 
I can tell you. Looking good. I've never seen that show. Freddie Prince. I know Freddie Prince Jr. Jack Albertson. Nah. Are you serious? You really don't know uh-uh. that? You never saw Chico and the Man. No. Oh man. Uh-uh. Okay. Was that that uh, that show with the ape and the trucker? No. What was that show? BJ and the Bear. Yes, BJ and the Bear. I knew it was a somebody and a somebody. I just can't believe you didn't know that. So no quarterback sack for you. What? When it comes oh, out. man. And that's all there is to it. Where's my paper clip? I'm very worried about. Oh, we, we, <laughs> the guy. Talking you already about, did that. No, I was talking about BJ and the Bear <clears throat> and a sack. Quarterback sack. The quarterback's sack. And a paperclip. And Granny and Ellie Mae. Yeah. Who was very attractive. Very. She was really cute. Yeah, she kind of looked like my uh, my great aunt. Yeah. What about Ms. Hathaway? You know? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it depended, you know? Uh, I guess. What mood I, I you think, were in. Yeah, the mood. It was the very mood. Very strange yeah, mood. Yeah. It would have been uh, a really strange. Oh, I forgot the thing. <laughs> do it. Because... Talking about bathrooms time, uh, <laughs> lavatory loads. Ah! All right, it's the uh, Make My Damn Movie stat picks where we attempt to force you to watch the movies that we like. Plus, you can go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com to see our list of stat picks. Where's my Wawa? I need some water. I think I'm doing the today. Am Are I? you? I don't know. I don't know. Am I? Yeah, you were last podcast. <laughs> and I learned. Eh, never mind. What's your St- <laughs> Whoa! I did that last learn? podcast. I did laugh. <laughs> like, what's your fucking topic? <laughs> Let's just get this fucking podcast over with. <laughs> hey, last last podcast was pretty good. Ugh. Okay. What is your st- what's your fantastic staff pick? My staff pick <clears throat> is 2001's Ghost World. Oh, I love that movie. That's a good one. Directed by Terry. Zwigoff, okay. who also did Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah, that is odd. Yeah. Uh, starring Thora Birch, Scarlett Johansson, and Steve Buscemi. You got it right. I'll do the applause. That's the right? best I got. That thing sucks. Very tinny. Okie dokie. That's a great movie, though. Anyway, I love this yeah, movie. I've watched this movie, I don't know how many times. Yeah, me too. Hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, with only the plan of moving in together after high school, two cynical, quirky friends seek direction in life. As a mere gag, they respond to a man's newspaper ad for a date, Mm. only to find that he will greatly complicate their lives. And Thora Birch, her character mirrors my own outlook in life at that point. Mm. I was just very, just hated. Cynical. Yeah, hated pop culture and thought most of humanity was, you know, full of fucking assholes. Well, it is. It is. Eh, I might still be that. I am that. Anyway, my my favorite parts are the nunchuck-wielding mullet dude in the parking lot of the convenience store. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) It's good. Going crazy out there. And then Steve Buscemi's part where he's yelling at the people in the crosswalk. That's me. Taking forever. It is you. That's what I do <laughs> in real life. Not just on the screen. Yeah. Anyway, 
That's good. Check it out. Ghost World. Okay, mine is The Apostle from 1997, written and directed by one of my very favorite people, Robert Duvall. Ringing a bell? Uh-uh. Good. Uh, yeah. Because I'm going to make you watch it. Okay. It stars Robert Duvall, Farrah Fawcett, John mm. Beasley, Billy Bob Thornton, mm. June Carter Cash, Johnny Cash's wife, yeah. and Miranda Richardson. Now, after an eccentric Pentecostal preacher learns that his wife, Farrah Fawcett, is having an affair with his youth minister, he beats her lover into a coma at a church softball game and Jesus. flees the state of Texas. He hightails it out of there. Uh-huh. So he ends up in a small Louisiana town and opens a new church with the help of a retired reverend he seeks out. As he battles his personal demons, and there's plenty of them, Mm -hmm. he also injects new life into his congregation and ends up dating a radio station receptionist while searching for harmony in his new secret life. Check out The Apostle. Unbelievable. I will check it out. Really good. You'll like that movie. I'm really encouraging you. I mean, after you've seen the quarterback sack. (laughs) To, to watch you said I can't. I'm oh, that's right. You're banned from the quarterbacks. <laughs> that sounded funny. It did. It did. No quarterback sack for you. No. All right. Here's the stupid thing for today. <laughs> uh, scripts that drag. Okay. Now listen. Listen up. Ugh. Screenplays need to move along at a good clip. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything has to roll along quickly. Correct? For the love of God. Please. Scenes need to lead organically into the next scene. There has to be a flow that makes perfect sense. Don't leave room for interpretation. We say that all the time. Right. You need to nail it out of the gate. Okay? You're, you, (laughs) stupid, your ideas on the page. So many, oh, never mind. Why am I bothered? I'm talking to a brick wall. You know, really. In podcast land, it's just one big brick Brick wall. wall. Yeah, it is. One of my screenplays hit escape. Here's the log line. (laughs) Where is the log line? Oh, hit escape. (laughs) (laughs) A crestfallen L.A. lawyer is transported back to 1983 Daytona Beach in her 18-year-old body to relive a day she's been longing for and faces having to make a choice to stay and carve out a new path in life or return to gloomy present day. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's Hit Escape. That movie, that screenplay, had an opening scene that dragged when I first wrote it. Two friends sitting in a conference room explaining pretty much the entire movie. Remember? Yes. About five pages of two people chatting. Mm -hmm. Nothing more. Lots of red flags there, okay? exciting. And that's what I mean about dragging. Long-winded dialogue is the worst. It's really easy to write, but the (laughs) challenge is to take that and turn it into a vibrant, pithy, Uh I popped a P on purpose, pithy scene. Several times. And that's what I did. And it made a world of difference. You know that. For God's sakes. Uh, When I first wrote that opening, I thought it was the shit, man. I thought it, but it wasn't. (laughs) It was shit. Yeah. In the same screenplay, I wrote a scene where this woman returns to her childhood bedroom in her 18 year old body. Okay. The lead character, right? This scene lays out the rules of her time traveling experience. 
So it's her and her time travel guide, for lack of better terminology. Exactly. Okay? Now, the scene had great dialogue without a bunch of exposition. It nailed down exactly what you need to know about this character and what she was facing or what she's going to face, right? Mm -hmm. Where the initial scene failed and failed miserably, I might add was that it was a few pages all taking place in one room, her right. bedroom. And she wasn't really moving around Not at room. all. Again, just sitting there. Just two people chatting, <laughs> yeah. but in one location. You were, you were in a sit down and chat kind of mood. I mean, really. So feeling confident that the dialogue was spot on and necessary, I did what any decent writer would do. <laughs> I simply added locations to the scene, uh -huh. and you were there for that. Movements and location. Same dialogue, but in different locations of the house. Very organic, by mm -hmm. the way. She hasn't been in the house she grew up in for years, so of course she would want to she's, explore. Yeah, she's going to check it all out. And she does just that while, while she yeah, the, explores. She yeah. runs downstairs. She goes into the basement. She heads out to the backyard. Same dialogue, but... Different locations. Exactly. Action. All eye candy that makes complete sense while all of the pertinent information is spelled out. You see? That's right, what you right, do. Right. Scenes jam-packed with action. Stuff is happening. So now that scene is extremely engaging. It does not drag like so many movie scenes do. And that was one of my biggest negatives. It's so easy just to sit there and blap out dialogue. Mm -hmm. And that can then turn into exposition, which you don't want to do. And you I've want to show, I've don't tell. I've seen major movies that do the same thing. It's bordering on poop. But the bottom line is, is you got to find out if that screenplay that you love so much Mm -hmm. falls into that category of drag. Oh, yeah. And probably does. You got to really... Make it pop? Yeah. Yeah, you do. And that's what I loved about doing it. And it was fun. It was a uh -huh. little... It was daunting. But then once I got into it, I'm like, oh, wait. She can go all over that. It Why wouldn't she? It was almost like a game. You it is a game. made it into a game, and you were like, okay, where else can she go? What would she do? Right. What would she do when she's finally back in her childhood home? What would home? you do? Exactly. Put yourself in the character's shoes. You know what I did? I asked Brenda. Oh, yeah. I said, when you were that age, what would you do? Right. What did you do? And then <laughs> she told me. And... Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, you... I think that's a good lesson. I don't want to say lesson because I don't want to try to teach anybody. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> we're not teaching anyone here. I'm basically bragging about how good <laughs> I am at doing this stuff. And therefore, why the fuck haven't these movies been made? Now, in Radio Chaos, you had the same thing going on, but yeah. it was inside the car. And you had mm. Brian, the main protagonist, talking to his girlfriend, Heather, yeah. in the car. And it was one long scene of them driving. Yeah, it was. Lots of dialogue. And a lot of dialogue. A lot of poop dialogue. A lot. And balls. And balls, A yes. lot of ball talk. In but that, it was in just in the car. You know, here's another so you, thing. You switched it up. Actually, that scene isn't even in there anymore. It's not in there. I I'm going to veer off here. Okay. The track. Again, We're I'm good at that. But in that particular screenplay in the beginning, we've talked about this before. Every other word was balls this, balls in your face, balls that ball. And we were just cackling like idiots. Of course. Thinking that was so fucking funny. We're really 16-year-old boys. Yeah, and, and, and 14 probably. Yeah. Sally Struthers. No, uh, Ellie May. Same <laughs> it's Ellie Same Struthers. thing. <laughs> Same person. To me, 
they're both blonde. Yeah. If there was a female on the TV screen when I was that age, oh, no. I ran into the bathroom. Miss Hathaway, Granny, I didn't care. <laughs> Jethro, it didn't matter. If any person, if there was a person, I'm trying to think. Yikes. Animals? No, no. Well, there was a one. Bugs uh, Bunny dressed in drag? Yes. Yes. Now you're talking. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what whatever the thing was, do it. About? I don't know. Anyway, I'm pissed about this thing I found with these. Uh, we have all these talking toys that we play with. Oh yeah, the, but the, the special box, effects. But, but this is not cricket. You can't even hear it. It's now, the only very one. Tinny. The only good one is. I mean, and that's yeah. ten, You're right. It's that's good. That's very accurate. Yeah. Sounds like we're outside. Now, see, this is a good example. I'm glad I have this now mm -hmm. because I would send my original drafts out to producers to read those long droning, you know, <laughs> yeah, the scenes. 185. That, that's a you response. Get. Yes. That is a response. And that's what happens when you write that shit. Dummies. I mean, come on. <laughs> Give me a break. But we're not teaching you. I'm not teaching shit. <laughs> oh, man. This was awful. What? Now, really, you can be honest with me. Okay. Did you like the quarterback, the quarterback sack? sack at all? <laughs> a little bit. Did you? Yeah. No, really. You, but you got to have another top in there, not just she has a shirt. Well, Nothing's I couldn't think of it was interesting only, than a shirt. Listen, when I was in high school, uh -huh. it was halter tops and tube tops. That's all you cared about. It's got to be something else. Blouse? Blouse, maybe. Yeah, I um, don't know. What else is I just there. liked, okay, what I liked about the quarterback sack. Well, <laughs> that sounds really bad. <laughs> I liked that Bambi had feathered blonde hair. Uh-huh. And Missy had feathered red hair. Uh-huh. And Roxy had feathered brown hair because all girls in the 70s had feathered hair. They yeah. wanted to be like Fair Fawcett. Exactly. So look at that poster. I thought I was spot fucking on with that. And then run to the bathroom. And, <laughs> and then the guys wanted to see their, you know, goods. Right. Right. Right away. And then them, of course, we're talking 70s. Uh-huh. Immediately. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying and then, the women were slutty back then? Yeah, straight up saying. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, it depended on what circle, which circle you ran in. Remember, we've talked about my high school oh, days yes. and the girls <laughs> that went to be in I a porn movie. to the wrong high school in yeah. the wrong decade. Yeah, I wish I remembered what episode that was from. Because mm. people should go back and listen to the Boogie Nights episode. Was it from the 70s? Mm-hmm. No, the episode. What, Boogie Nights? Yeah. That movie was in the 70s. No, this episode would have been 70-something. Huh? Bet. I don't know what you're talking number about. Number-wise, <laughs> number-wise, our numbering system oh, the, okay. on Wait. this podcast. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. Because you know what? It's a podcast. And we can do whatever the fuck we want. That's true. Episode. Oh, it's perfect. Wow. We should remember. The Boogie Nights episode was episode 69. Oh, man. <laughs> perfect. So go back and listen to that story if you want your mind blown. Uh-huh. Because that's a true story. It really happened. Damn. I hope it's teasing people. It's crazy. Because if... 
that doesn't prompt you. I think in that episode, I talk about running into the bathroom with the cartoon yes. character Judy Jetson. That's right. Because it says Judy Jetson. Next to it, so I don't know. <laughs> I think that's when it all started, us talking about that. I think it was. Yeah. Watch that. It's just going to, the downloads are going to spike. Yeah. For 69. For 69. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that all? I think so. <laughs> I'm glad. All right, you can go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com. Check out episode 69. Dude. You should. Yeah. Pretty interesting story. All right, we'll talk to you another time. Bye-bye. Bye. Give me a little of this. As you leave, as you depart the theater. (laughs) 